Hey guys, before we get started with today's actual episode and get into that, I wanted to let you know about our Dial H annual tournament, and this is coming up this coming Saturday. We should have told you guys about this earlier in advance. I apologize if we kind of just spaced it. This will be held in Indianapolis. Some of you may have came to our event last year, and it was good to see you guys. We hope to see you guys again if you have time to arrange things between now and then. This will be on May 23rd. It'll run from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. And it's not rock-affiliated, and we wanted to to really mix things up. Instead of doing a giant tournament and things being expensive, we really wanted to just have it be a day where people can just come hang out and play games with each other um, all day for very reasonable prices. With that in mind, I made two separate small tournaments each with only $5 player entry. The first one is from 11 a.m. to 2.30. That one is what we call fantasy 400 points, and each figure needs to be not from Marvel or not from DC. So you'll have a good mixture of sets there, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Lord of the Rings, you know, video game sets. The only stipulation in that one is that you have to play a theme team. It doesn't have to be named. It can be generic. So you can mix things up however you want. So we got that kind of style going on. That one has like no resources or anything like that. And then the second tournament is from 2.30 to 6. And that one is your standard 300 point modern age meta, you know, uh, resources, everything. Run whatever the hell you want. Again, both of those are only $5. Now the interesting thing about them is they're both single elimination. So that should be interesting. Uh, The... Prize payouts is going to depend directly upon how many players enter the tournament. Basically, I take all the player entry fees for the tournament and I put that money towards buying Avengers Assemble Boosters. So if we have 20 people show up for that tournament, then that would be um, a, a full brick of Avengers Assemble would go to first place. Second place would get a um, set of custom Dial H for Heroclix Poker Chips. And that would be it. So that's going to be for each tournament. So you have a chance to win a lot of stuff, but you're only paying five dollars to get in. So if you get knocked out, single elimination. Oh well, I spent five bucks. Let's go play some battle royals. That's right, we're doing battle royals. I've I've set back some Avengers Assemble. All you have to do is pay ten dollars, buy yourself an Avengers Assemble booster, and take it to a, a Royale's table. And when four players are ready to roll, we'll start a battle royal just like Gen Con. Now, unfortunately, unlike Gen Con, we don't have tons of free con exclusives we can throw in the prize pool, but we will throw in some like OP prizes, uh, LEs from recent sets, maybe some gravity feeds of recent sets and stuff like that in, to sweeten the pot for you at the end of each match. But Battle Royales are going to be running all day long from 11 to 6 p.m. You can come in anytime during the day and play Battle Royales. Only $10 per entry. And just like at conventions, at the end, you'll take all the prizes, you'll put them in the middle, you'll draft them out. You know how that goes. And uh, if you want more details, specific details, on the tournaments or on the Battle Royals or anything else, you can message us either on Facebook or Twitter or hit us up at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com. I also will post this on HC Realms. For those of you that like to get your business done on HC Realms, you'll be able to see all the rules break down and everything. You can find the dugout hero clicks there on HC Realms. If you're looking for us online for address or anything, it's the dugout. 
The address is, I think, 5707 West Morris Street. Phone number's on there as well. And I, I almost forgot about raffles. So the way I want to do raffles this time, and probably from here on out, I think this is a good way to do it, is it's going to be all participation-based. So if you play in a tournament, your name is going to be entered in for the raffles two times for each tournament you play in. So two tournaments, that'd be a maximum of four. And then for each battle royale you play in, your name gets added one time for each battle royale on top of that. So the more you play, the more chances you have to win. At the end of the day, we take all the names and we mix things up and we start giving out uh, raffle prizes ranging anywhere from LEs from recent OP kits to um, starter sets, fast forces, giant size boosters, um, the Trinity War resource, gravity feed packs, and Avengers assembled booster packs. So all that's going to be raffled off and again it's based on how much you participate. But um, there's also uh, snacks and drinks. There's a, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like, they have snacks and drinks provided. They cook hamburgers, hot dogs, nachos. They sell all that. Concession stands. That's the word I was basing. Concession stands are there available at the store. And uh, if you look for more information, again, just let us know on Twitter, Gmail, or Facebook. And we hope to see some of you guys there. Does Mel Gibson have a cameo in it? No. You're live with Dial H for Hero Clicks episode 96, where Drew cannot stop raving about Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, because you know I've been here two minutes, and uh, that, that that qualifies cannot stop raving. <laughs> Best movie ever, you say? Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Today we're going to get into a few new segments that we haven't done before. Two brand new ones, actually. A whole lot of news to cover, and... Um, some general talk about the podcast and everything. We're going to kick it off with news first. If you want to watch it, you can watch a, a video that breaks down the Quinjet and how it works. You can find that on WizKids.com. It's a YouTube video. Did you give that a watch yet, Hunter? I haven't actually. It's it, actually really I just cool. saw it posted just a few hours ago. It's basically, it's a typical vehicle. Um, but it sounds like uh, you can play a modified version of the Avengers table as part of it. So mm. it's kind of cool. I did watch the next point of news, the video on the Avengers roundtable that you can also find on HeroClicks.com. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Um, it looks really good, but uh, not like crazy busted or anything. I mean, there's things put in place, like when you use a card, you lose it. However, there is a way to get it back. Kind of like the Batman utility yeah. belt, where you could drop you know, drop your item back on your belt if you get the little care package. In fact, I think it looks like the same icon that the utility belt had. Yeah, the it's the same parachuting crate. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it, it looks pretty balanced. If you want to see how that works, you can, uh, like I said, go to HeroClicks.com, watch that video. ID cards are pretty cool. We'll be getting more into them and more into strategy with them and all that over the next coming weeks as we see more of them. I'm sure they'll spoil some. I, now that Avengers Assemble's out, I assume that Nick Fury's going to be the next, and Age of Ultron are going to be the next uh, spoilers. In fact, we already have some today, some Age of Ultron things to talk about. So there's some cool stuff in the set so far. I'm sure that's show us some new cards. Um, the first Age of Ultron piece we have is Hank Pym. This guy's pretty cool, actually. 
Why are you so excited for him? Because it's an Ultron ink pin, and I never thought we'd get one. Either. Why, why wouldn't we get one? It's Age of Ultron. I know, why but I mean, Hank like, Pym not be an Age because of Ultron? it's WizKids. I don't know. I I get we're getting like fifty versions of Hank Pym. I just wasn't expecting one that like actually interacts with Ultron in any way. We're gonna, in general, on the show, we always say we're gonna spend less time on spoilers and more time on other things, and then we always get into the spoilers and we <laughs> sit and go click for click. So. We actually mean it this time. We're not going to go into super detail on each piece, just a generalization. Um, this is the Hank Pym. His sculpt is holding Ultron's head, like Austin's saying. He has the morph uh, ability. He has 150-point options. That's going to limit his morph a little bit, unless there's more in the main set, you know, more Hank Pym's and Ant-Man's that have a 50-point option. Because if I remember correctly, the Chaos War one was 75 points. Yeah. So he's not going to be able to morph into those. Although I assume they would be able to morph into him, since he's less than yeah. than than they are. Uh, his other trait is called Ultron's Father. Friendly characters modify their attack plus one when attacking a character with Ultron in their name, if not already modified by the effect. Opposing characters with Ultron in their name can't target Hank Pym unless all friendlies on the map are named Hank Pym. Pretty specific. If there is, like, a super good Ultron in the set, which we assume there will be. Because there's, there's, like, of 12 of the damn bastards in uh, the set. Maybe he'll turn out to be really good and sealed. He's got a lot of pulse wave at the start, and, uh, of course, uh, outwit on actually every click. Yeah. Because a special power that he alternates it with gives the outwit and prop control, so pretty good. He's not a bad 50-point uh, option either, because you're looking at, uh, what... Sidestep, side step, cap. yeah, in cap out whip, 50 and then points, you can push bad. him onto uh, the prop control out for fifty points with the anti Ultron with a vendors. I mean, that's not bad at all. We had another Age of Ultron spoiler. I thought was She Hulk. Well, for one, we have the uh, storyline month one prize kit, and who is this cute guy in the yellow Grandmaster? Yeah, yeah he's pretty cool. Have we only gotten Grandmasters in the form of LEs? Wasn't the last one we yeah, got yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet LE? Yeah. If you're a diehard Grandmaster fan and you have no venue close to you to play L- to get... We feel your pain. At, who, you one random person out there in the world who's a massive Grandmaster fan. I think it's Rick. <laughs> There's a all-new Hank Pym lab uh, like maps. Uh, Avengers Iron Man card. And of course your resource. So the first the first month you're gonna get your resource and you're gonna get Iron Man's card. Uh, I'd want that. It's got like whiskey stains on it. <laughs> smells of cheap cologne, alcohol, and hookers. Hookers. For the most part. That's the best kind of smell. <laughs> uh, Iron Man's ID card's inspiration effect's pretty good. It lets you ignore hindering on line of fire and get plus one attack when making a ranged combat attack. No, that's not good, Hunter. What's the one counter for ranged teams to deal with all the time? Still. Pretty, pretty solid. Grandmaster's 240 points, power cosmic. His dial revolves around the trait. Shall we play a game? You give him a free action when he has two tokens. Choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. His range is nine, I believe. It's hard to see on the picture here. Yeah, nine. Uh, that character's player must guess the printed speed, attack, defense, and damage values of the chosen character's next click. Then deal the chosen character one unavoidable damage. If the opponent guessed all four values correctly, immediately heal the character of two damage. If he guesses all four incorrectly, you deal the character an additional one unavoidable damage. That's pretty fun. Yeah. 
I like him. I mean, 240 points is a lot to pay. But that's what you expect out of an LE figure. You want an LE figure to be something expensive, something with a cool ability. Yeah. You didn't even see the dial. I'm, I'm digging it. But uh, nine clicks long. No moving attack on any click. He does have some sidestep at the start and psychic blast and uh, and then a special damage power that gives him perplex and prob. And opposing characters can't use prob unless a character friendly to Grandmaster has already used prob this turn. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh... Defensive-wise, he is pretty strong, though. In, in, invincible into impervious into invulnerable. Nine clicks. And into regeneration. And regen, cause, yeah. Because regen's always good, right? Okay. And what would be good about him with Power Cosmic and regen is, like, I wouldn't be too scared to just go ahead and go for regen because when you have the two tokens, then you can play your game. You yeah. know what I mean? So you'll get to do the game two turns in a row yep. if you think about it. You know, I, I give him an action to regen. That's two tokens. He does it. <laughs> Next turn, he does it and clears, so you're going to get to uh, do it twice. I just realized if this were Clicks TV, we would be making tons of wrestling references right now. But You can make wrestling references if you want. We're, uh, I'm too we're just not going to get them. <laughs> Austin and I won't get them. But, uh, <laughs> and then we have a super rare Black Panther. The I sculpt's really, pretty slick, man. Austin's. I heard Austin's dick get hard from across the, <laughs> the, the, the town. You just heard the badong. <laughs> you want to talk about him so you can alleviate some blood pressure from yeah, your Yeah, I mean, 140 points, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Illuminati, Martial Artist, Mystical, Ruler, Scientist. Gee, those aren't some of the best keywords ever freaking printed. Um, ignores uh, elevated and hindering all movement. Uh, traded stealth and toughness, and if it isn't your turn, lines of fire to him are blocked if he's adjacent to blocking. Mm. That's not good. That's sexy. Um, he starts out precision strike, combat reflexes, special damage and movement power. Special movement powers he can use charge. When he occupies hindering terrain or is adjacent to block blocking terrain, he can use sidestep. Considering he has traded stealth, he's probably going to be yeah. one of those two at all times. <laughs> and the fact that he can sit there and ignore hindering means that he, or uh, elevated means he can just hop up and down elevated and smack people. Um, his damage powers, he can use leadership and outwit. At 140 points, I mean, that's a lot to put in a, a uh, Black Panther, but like you get it out of this figure. Yeah. I mean, unless you're. The cool thing is. If you're going to risk 140 points, you're like, okay, well, at least he has stealth, but what if they see through stealth? Well, that trait, as long as you're next to adjacent blocking terrain, yep. is, I mean, <clears throat> people who bust stealth is not going to help. So. Trade and ATA is always good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, of course, he's got Endom, too, which is awesome. I like him. Three range. Three range. Yeah, three so range on Black Panther. Throw some little, you know, oh, little like knives. Little panther-shaped little knives. Little panther knives. <laughs> Pim Particles, you may have already received. They were in the Avengers OP kit. They were the only thing in the Avengers OP kit. Not your typical relic. They're pretty cool. I like them, Wait, actually. they were the only thing? Yeah. Yeah. There was no map? Nope. Wait. Or, yeah, there were, there is a map. I was uh, like, there's I, the arcade map. I was about, how the fuck are we supposed to get arcades or anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're supposed to send in box tops from each individual booster pack I'd away as fuck, kids. I fucking quit. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> I think they already did that in the past. I really like this uh, this relic. I do too. At the beginning of the game, you choose tiny or giant. A single base character that's normal sized that's holding this object or in the same square as this object can be given a power action to equip it. This object can't be targeted by an attack. So, a couple cool things here. One, it's undestroyable. Two, if they have super strength, they could pick it up and not have to stop on that square. You yeah, know what I mean? They cool. could move up, grab it. Hulk could move up, grab it, and hide behind something. 
and then next turn, power action, turn into a tiny size. It also means you could sidestep, pick it up, then power action to use it. Uh, effect, character possesses the chosen symbol this game. And when it's unequipped, it is immediately removed from the game. It's not like typical relics where it So goes you pick way. either it's tiny or giant at the beginning of the game, and it stays that way the rest of the game. Correct. So they're either small pin particles or big pin particles. Correct. And it's only two points. And that's a cool sculpt on a relic, too. They did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. For the, yeah, for the size, of, for this uh, tiny size, it looks pretty cool. Two points? Two points. We've got a couple of Yu-Gi-Oh! spoilers. Both witches. Well, magic-based characters, I should say. No, they're both witches. Uh, this member last week when I was like, there's another Yu-Gi-Oh! Series 3 that's an old character I couldn't remember. is Magician of Faith. Yeah. yeah. She was the one where when she died, uh, you get a magic spell out of your grave. Or maybe flip. I think her flip effect. Well, that was the Magician of the Black Forest, I thought. Is it? Or the Witch No, of the it's Black this Forest. chick. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because her trait is very oh, similar, too. Because her trait is spell return. When Magician of Faith is damaged by an opponent's attack but not KO'd, and the action resolves, you may add a spell on your force that has been removed from the game. That yeah, sounds exactly that like her really. effect. Uh, she has five clicks, so you need to not get hit for five or more to get that. So not fight a Hulk. Yeah. Step one, don't fight Age of Ultron Hulk. Stealth, Step Psychic Blast. Or Avengers Assemble Hulk. <laughs> or Hulk. She's only 60 points. She only has a nine attack, but her attack power is pretty good in the Yu-Gi-Oh set. I mean, she has Psychic Blast, and when she hits them and they, have, they already have an action token, they get another one. And she has Prob. Uh, Prob's pretty lacking in the Yu-Gi-Oh sets in general. Well, the thing is, and I think looking at her, yeah, the big thing about her for 60 points is that trait is actually really potent if you're playing with traps. Mm -hmm. Because having to deal with a trap once is annoying enough. But if you have a figure like this who's constantly annoying you with Prob and that pin and action token, your opponent's going to have to hit them once. And they're going to try to either kill them outright or try to just get them off of those clicks. And then you get a trap back. I think Ring of Magnetism would be good on her. Like, say I did the su- the Summon Skull Magician of Faith combo. So, actually, yeah, she's the perfect to go in place of uh, Shadow Scout. Yeah, because that Summon Skull meta really needed some assistance here. Because <laughs> you keep her next to her, you put Ring of Magnetism on her. So if they attack Summon Skull, they have negative two attack. They have to attack her. When you would take damage, you lose Ring of Magnetism. Mm-hmm. If she, if they hit your Magician of Faith, she loses it, but her trait gives it right back to her. And yeah. now they have they have to kill your Magician of Faith. But that's if she doesn't super sense it. Yeah. And oh, stealth with Ring of Magnetism is pretty good too. I like it. Uh, Problem on the first two, she loses Psych Blast, goes to end cap after that. Pretty solid. The other one's pretty solid too. Only uh, Magician of Faith, only sixty points. Witch of the Black Force is only 30 points for 5 clicks of life. Uh, she's not a very skilled attacker, but she has a trait where when she's KO'd by an opponent's attack, remove one action token from up to 3 adjacent friendly characters whose total point value is 300 or less. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm allergic to good clicks. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and 16 energy shield, so she's pretty good for um, just tie-up in 30 general. 30 point tie-up or block. Block and line of yeah. fire, yeah, is the main thing I would do. Enhancement also, so you can push her on her enhancement, let your range. This is one of the few figures that I'm happy has phasing. Uh, Dark keyword on her, light keyword on the Magician of Faith. Last Age of Ultron spoiler we have is She Hulk. Drew, you want to talk about She Hulk? No, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If She Hulk isn't part of a theme team, 
the first time this game you wouldn't win the roll for the first player, you may roll again and add plus one to the result. So basically, this is a pretty cool trait where you get to fuck with the roll a bit. I like the name File for a Change of Venue. Yeah. Pulling out the fact she's a lawyer. <laughs> uh, she starts with two special abilities. She's got Charge and Flurry, and she's got Willpower, and when she's adjacent to a character that can use Perplex, she can use Perplex until your next turn. So she goes down, she uh, she starts off with some Invincible and rolls on to some Outweighed, you know, like like a She-Hulk should get. Uh, just just a big beefy dial for 130. She, big old beater. She's, she doesn't have Willpower, which, uh, well, she has it through her uh, special. Right. But she has it basically alternating. It's it kind of like. spotty as fuck. So I mean, but the important thing I think is both one thirty and seventy five would start with willpower. She also has blades on her charge flurry clicks. So if you uh, if you want to be stupid with that four damage, no, she's got super. Sorry, is that super strength? Yeah, let me tilt that. Yeah, okay. She Hulk with that super strength. I don't know. So, I mean, 130, you're looking at Charge Flurry 10-4. That's pretty solid damage. Oh, and Perplex. We can't forget that. With Willpower? Yeah, she's not. She's and good. And then uh, at 75, I I think I even like it better. 75. Let's see. Oh, yeah. That's pretty You'd good. have a Charge Flurry 10-3 with Perplex and Super Strength. That's pretty fucking good. Pretty solid, too. 17 and Pervy. I like it. I like it, too. It's good to have a new She-Hulk. We haven't had one since the Hulk set. No, we haven't had one since Fear It's... No. Oh, yeah. Well, that was Red She-Hulk. Yeah, that was Red She-Hulk. Both of them yeah. were Red She-Hulk. So, they weren't Jennifer. Uh, we also have the Ant-Man Legacy of Hank Pym box set. This includes, of course, the giant size, the regular size. The sculpt on the regular size looks like the Chaos War one. And the and the tiny size, which, which also, also looks, like, looks the like the Chaos War one. So does the giant. So, they saved a little bit of money on their molding on that, I assume. Uh, however, there's also Goliath, Yellow Jacket, and a hockey puck Ant-Man, along with a wasp, a giant ant, and ant swarm tokens. Which are really cool, actually. And so it makes the whole set, a whole thing worth it in the end, yeah. now that you get all this extra stuff. When we thought it was just going to be giant man, normal size, and then tiny size, like, eh, that's a little expensive. But now that we see that you get all this, it's worth it. I just want to bring up, with this many morphs coming up for Ant-Man between Age of Ultron and this... I mean, like, I don't see how Hank Pym is not going to be a really good figure with all those options. Key things about the ant tokens, they are zero points, so they're going to come in through the effect of another, of one of these characters, and both of them are pretty freaking good. Oh yeah, they're ridiculous. Both have sidestep, they're both actually normal size, which is humorous to me, thinking, I would think they're... One's a giant ant, one's an ant swarm, and both normal size. Uh, Willpower on one of them, Blades Willpower Exploit, yeah, that's not good. And then poison super senses and sidestep on the ants. Have you actually looked look these dials at all with the abilities? And I stuff? have. Um, I didn't really want to do all. No, of I don't them. want to go through it all. I just want to. The uh, the the normal size one has a 300, 200, 150 point option, so lots of different options, and he has more. So again, on any of those, he's going to be another uh, option for that Ant Man we already talked about from the main set. His uh, trait's pretty cool. When this character is brought into the game through a morph ability. You can replace an adjacent ant swarm bystander token with a giant ant. So you beef up your... You beef up your little poison ants into ant. Blade's exploit willpower ants. And then he has a traded reach. So he's actually a colossal, but they gave him the trait that also gives him giant reach. Because as we all know, 
for some reason, Colossals do not have giant reach, which is really retarded. Um, so that'll let him carry. That'll let him attack within two squares. We will go over his special powers since they're different. Um, the attack power gives him flurry and outwit, and if the target of his outwit takes damage, he can use outwit a second time. Uh, that's not good. That's a really like creative use of outwit, actually, because I've been. That's something a lot of characters could really use. Well, damage power gives him perplex and quake. Pretty good with Giant Reach. And when he uses Quake, if his attack total is 2 or greater than the target's defense, give the hit character an action token, and it can't make ranged attacks during its next turn. Pretty damn good, too. Isn't that similar to what the Goliath got? Pretty. That one was you can't break away, wasn't That's it? That's it, sorry, yeah. Uh, what's cool about all those point options is all of them except the 50-point one will start with the attack power. And the 300 and the 200 will start with the damage power as well. I will note, though, look how short this dial is for 300 points. Yeah. I mean, it's all based around him yeah. dishing out the damage. He's going to be pretty squishy for 300 but he points. he can definitely dish it out. Yep. Um, when he morphs, yeah, he comes in on the same click number. The other Hank Pym, of course, has morphs. He brings in the Ant Swarm token. So... Though, and uh, sorry, and the, his other trait gives ant swarms and power. So what you really want to do is yeah. <laughs> you're really going to be wanting to switch back and forth. It's really going to pay off to keep morphing these guys because they're going to bring in extra stuff every time they do. The tiny size one, uh, of course, has morph. When this character is brought into the game from a morph, you can place an ant swarm by standard token in an adjacent square. When an opposing character adjacent to a friendly ant swarm is moved or placed, after actions resolve, you may place that ant swarm adjacent to that character so they can't get away from him. Pretty cool. His special defense power gives him reflexes and toughness, and you give him a free action, KO up to three ant swarms, three adjacent friendly ant swarms, and heal him of one damage for each one that's KO'd. That's pretty fun, too. 150 point on that. And six clicks of life. Goliath is a new sculpt, from what I can tell. Although the picture doesn't do the best job of um, showing sure, his actual yeah. sculpt. It's a hand and some legs, yeah. When he morphs, you get some giant ants. He also has Pym Goggles. When he's targeted of a ra- the target of a ranged attack, he can use Prob and Super Senses. That's not good. He has Invul. Pretty solid dial, but short. Again, 100 or 50 points. He is a giant size. Yellow Jacket doesn't have anything special, I don't think. If it does, then he didn't show it. I assume he has the morph trait. Oh, I bet his is at the end. Yeah, his is at the end. He has the morph trait. He brings in ant swarms, and friendly ant swarms can use exploit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because poison exploit, they're just tearing into you. Wasp brings in... Like a male into Austin's right. (laughs) Wasp brings in ant swarms. Sees through hindering. His trait gives ant swarms stealth, flight, and plus three speed. That ain't good. Uh, He also is a flyer. The only one of these that I've seen that's a flyer. No willpower on him, though. He's a very ranged-based uh, with uh, running shot, energy explosion, two bolts. So pretty cool. I really like it. It's it. One I'm thing, definitely picking it up now. One I was thing I'd like to bring up about this is between this and the Sentinels, I like these side products they're doing where they give us a Colossal and some other figures and stuff or Pogs and stuff. Uh, they're cool. Days of Future Past was worth it because you got the Sentinel, you got the two dials, you got the extra pieces, you got a really good map, and you got tons of uh, 
bystander tokens, and I think, if I remember correctly, it came with object tokens, too. Yeah. Which had the ultras in it, which is one of the first times we could get ultras. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder how much they're going to retail this for, though. Uh, I can look it up, if you want. Um, I'm just curious. Here, you guys spoil Loki real quick, and I'll look it up, because I'm actually curious myself. So, uh, this is Loki, it's, uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this is, is Dice Loki. Masters. <laughs> it's not letting me blow, uh, the picture up. It's not letting can you read Loki? it? Yeah, I can read it. Loki doesn't want to be blown, I'm sorry, what can I say? Um, Loki has... Okay, Austin, I guess you're talking about sorry, Loki. Sorry, sorry, said you guys. I didn't know you could see Drew, from back there. Uh, Drew Otterson, please. Go ahead. Oh, you got wrecked, dude. Age before beauty. Oh, hey, wait. I don't know what you. <laughs> uh, I'm both of those. <laughs> so this is the con exclusive look. He's 115 points. He's got improved movement. You know, hindering him uh, elevated. Uh, he's got a trait where he can shape change sidestep. Uh, lines of fire can be drawn by opposing characters. 150 points. Or less if Loki has one or fewer action tokens, unless that character has the Asgardian deity or mystical keywords. Hot damn! So, unless, yeah, unless uh, they're, unless they're one fifty one or more, they cannot basically ever draw a line of fire to you. Yep, uh, he's got a great uh, keyword thingy. Uh, theme team that may include Loki and is still a theme team as long as a character named Thor is on the force. Oh well, that's cute. It is cute. Uh, he starts uh, top dial with some uh, mind control and some in cap and some uh, prob and some super senses. Uh, later, he rolls on to a special defense ability where he uh, can use regeneration and he can use prob for that action, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's something Hunter needs every time he uses right. And then uh, later on, he rolls on to a special uh, blades where he uh, his maximum d6 result. For the roll is four. When Loki uses blades, cause fangs, and hits, you may choose uh, that the damage dealt is penetrating. If you do, remove all action tokens from the hit character after action is resolved. I really like that power. I yeah. do too. That's really cool. So the max is four, but um, I mean penetrating, and if they don't already have action tokens, yeah, four penetrating is nothing to scoff at. It is not. Uh yeah, overall for 115 it, points. He's I mean, I cool he's gonna exclusive. be yeah, he's gonna be hard as shit to hit. This is you can't draw a line of fire, and then even if you do, even if you're high enough to points to draw a line of fire, or if you melee him, you still have to deal with shape change, trade to shape change. By the way, super senses and prob control and an 18 defense. Yeah. By the way, sure. the giant side, the Ant Man thing is fifty dollars. I'm rethinking whether I'm going to get it or not now. Fifty dollars is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I figured it would be. It should be. I'd say forty would be a good price. Yeah. But that's we'll just see. If Jane, if, if our store uh, store owner wants to sell it for cheaper than fifty, then I'll probably pick one up. But fifty, that's pushing it, Whiz Kids. Come on. I figured they'd do that because of the, uh, the you know, giant man. And it has an ID card yeah. in it, doesn't it? Oh, God! If it does... No, I'm saying that's... If it does, I didn't see it in the... Uh, spoiler, that's true. Spoiler, but it could. Um, let's see... No, I'm not saying... I'm just saying that they like to put exclusive stuff in expensive shit. That looks like it's it for news. Anything new with you guys? Uh, distribution on uh, Avengers Assemble is... Uh, 
terrible. Not as good as we thought. No. no. It's like, at first we thought it was two ca- two chases per case. It's buy a case, get two 3D men free. Then we thought, <laughs> you know, that, that much is pretty much guaranteed. Uh, then we thought, well, it seems about 50-50. If you buy a case, you're going to get two chases. Now it's looking more like 25% yeah, I was or less. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I... I got lucky, so I got I got the Hulk chase, as we mentioned last week, and then I went home and opened my other brick, and I got Ragnarok. So, like, I didn't get, like, fucking... Pretty, yeah, you got a pretty good deal out of that. I didn't get fucking Power Princess or 3D Man. I can't complain too much. I got uh, Power Princess, 3D Man, and King Thor. And then, uh, super rare-wise, I got Cap and Thor, so those are two of my bigger ones so because uh super rare wise i got cap and iron man oh nice yeah yeah austin i got iron man I'm so mad at you right now i got him he's, he's great he's i i actually just threw him out a wall just by you <laughs> i'm sure you did actually no, why didn't you record it <laughs> austin anything new uh, more of the wire almost done right i'm on the last season now uh i love it I mean, it's a great show. Uh, there's just so many good characters. I could just sit and list like all day. Freaking this character did this, and it was awesome. And then I don't know. I don't want to see it end in a season. I'd rather have it go on for another couple. The last season's very different from the yeah, first four that's or what two. I heard. But uh, it's still it's still good. I've been watching a bunch of old sci-fi movies. I went as we talked about a few weeks ago. I went watched all of Star Trek. Now I'm watching, like, the 50 best sci-fi movies of all time. I'd say at least half of them I've never seen before. And uh, most of them I've been pretty happy with. I was telling Austin, the only ones I really didn't like was Dune. That's probably, like, the only one I, like, hated. Just because it was crazy long and boring as shit, I thought. And pretty bland as as far as the premise. But there were some... I really liked Brazil. Uh, Just rewatched Inception last night. And Prestige, yeah, although that's not really a sci-fi movie. I was just on a Nolan kick, so I was like, let's re-watch The Prestige. I, I want to watch The Prestige. Who the fuck would say Dune's in the top 50 sci-fi movies? Dune's... I mean, it, it's, highly rate, it's highly rated online, too. So is Doctor Strangelove. That's what I'm halfway through right now, and I'm really not liking that I think at it's because when Dune came out, it was like one of the few sci-fi movies from that time period. There are some really old ones I've watched that held up, like Close Encounter of the Third Kind. That one has been pretty good. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, for being like 70 years old, was actually pretty solid. For When you watch those old movies, it's more about just the writing. Like, is it a yeah. good premise or is it not? So speaking of older movies, I feel like Mad Max Fury Road is uh, George Miller's... Uh, it's what he wanted all along. Like... Um, it's so fucking ridiculously grand in scope. I'm gonna watch it so bad. Like, you get the idea that when you watch the trailer that this might be all that there is. Because that, that was what worried me. But, um, yeah, it's fucking... There's so much fucking ridiculously awesome shit in that movie. I'm uh, about ready to hire a cheap hooker to go watch the movie with me so I want to watch it alone. Why watch it alone? No, watching movies alone is weird. Go I've to the seen, theater alone. I really like watching movies by myself. Nah, I like it almost. I watch. Maybe that's because you don't live your life. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun with people too. It was a low blow. Of I, I feel Sorry, like when buddy. I'm the. I feel like when I'm the only one there, like it, I can pay more attention. I don't know. Yeah. Like I watched Shutter Island by myself, and I feel like yeah, I liked Shutter it Island more. Such a good movie. I feel like I liked it more 
by myself then. But, uh, yeah, this movie is ridiculous. Uh, someone on Reddit put a quote from a podcast saying that the, uh, the uh, first car chase is among, probably the best of all time, and it's the worst one in the movie. <laughs> it's it's legitimately that good. Like, it's got a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes for a reason. Well, Drew, watch out with that boner you're swinging in my direction right now. I'm just saying, Austin, <laughs> you're gonna love it. I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I am too. Uh, so. This week we asked some feedback on the show on it's No Furious Seven, is it? On, <laughs> on uh, our Facebook and our Twitter page, and the vast majority of it was positive. Uh, we we're glad you guys suck up to us. We're taking some of you guys' idea, putting them into action, ideas, and putting them into action. We can't, of course, do everything, but there are a lot of things that we're going to be doing. One is, uh, and a lot of them were things we already have been planning on doing or trying to do little by little over time anyways one of which is giving more tactics related advice and that's going to start actually today with one new segment that's completely tactics based and another new segment that is team building based and then we'll play some bad samaritan uh the first one's called broke ass builds (laughs) and what we're going to do with broke ass builds is one we we can even do this once a week because it's quick and easy uh, basically, we're going to give you a modern age theme team with two stipulations. One is that the entire team is $10 or less. Okay. And the second is that no individual figure can be $3, can be uh, over $3. So, I started to end with Avengers Assemble coming out. I was like, well, let's do an Avengers Assemble based one. So I have for you a 400-point Avengers theme team with two of, I think, the standouts from the common-uncommon of Avengers Assemble. Two that you may not even pay much attention to because the characters aren't crazy exciting. Uh, I think I know one of them. Who, what's your guess? Living Lightning. No, it's not. But he is pretty... He's a, he's not bad. Uh, he's fucking amazing. What are you talking about, son? First one is Falcon. Falcon's amazing, also. Falcon's an uncommon. He's going to cost you a dollar or less easily. The thing I really like about Falcon is his cheap point cost, only 75 points. His values are pretty meh if you look at him, but he has two things that really help these values, and they're each special powers. His movement power is crazy good. When he has no action tokens, he can be given a move action as a free action. He has a 12 movement, by the way, Yeah. but he can't use carry during that move action. When he does... He can use Close Combat Expert this turn. Okay. So move 12 up and then use Close Combat Expert. It seems fair. Uh, his defense power is 17, and then you give him a free action and you choose Reflexes or Energy Shield. He can use that until he chooses again. Fucking cap. When he's targeted <laughs> by a ranged attack, he can use Super Senses. Crazy good. I really like this guy. He's really good. And even if you manage to hit him off of his most likely 19 defense, Super Senses on top of that if you're shooting him with a ranged attack, then he goes on to Charge, Quake, Willpower, and Perplex. For a figure that's only 75 points, has the great keywords Avengers, Heroes for Hire, and Shield, I feel like, and only costs a dollar or less, I feel like this is a pretty damn solid figure. Damn solid. So I have him, and I also have another character that I did not even know was in the set, but Uh when I looked at the dial, I was like, hot diggity damn, this guy's actually pretty cool. 
And that is D-Man. Oh, the D-Man, yeah. I mean, there's obviously tons of d really. Oh, sorry, did Larson better run over your foot? Yeah, you might have. We had our first work-related injury here on Dial H for Hero Clicks. Although I gotta tell you, there's no uh, no medical insurance on. You we don't have workers. Remember those? Comp. Remember those waivers I made you sign two years ago when we first started? Was well, that the one where pictures of our penis will be disseminated throughout the internet right. without our permission? There also was a stipulation that said I was allowed to give Austin's phone number out at some point in time over the next two years. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> it know only part took of it. three I months. Call my lawyer and tell him to call off the, the lawsuit. <laughs> call off the lawsuit. Um, D-Man's eighty-four points. Nice, he, you know that by memory. I do. He has a. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, he has a really cool sculpt, uh, which he looks a lot like Daredevil. Actually, I thought he was Daredevil from far away when Drew was opening his boosters, and I was like, "Oh, that's this guy's kind of cute." And then when I actually looked at the dial online, I was like, "Damn, this guy's super good. He's an uncommon Avengers and Revengers keywords." <laughs> his dial seven or six clicks long. It's kind of separated into two segments. The first three, he's, for the most part, charge, super strength, toughness, and close combat expert. And then the last three, he's sidestep, poison, good combo, and has perplex on two of those two. So when you look at the dial and the powers and uh, the values and everything, you're like, that's pretty solid for 84 points. But I really like his trait, too. He has traded plasticity, and when he hits an opposing character with a close combat attack, which is what he's going to be doing, he has no range, and he has charge and sidestep on almost every click. Put a headlock token on their card. Remove all headlock tokens from characters that are not adjacent to D-Man. Characters with headlock tokens on their card must roll a D6 when given an action. If they roll a 1 to 3, the action ends immediately. On a 4 to 6, they can remove their headlock from that action from that character's card and the action resolves normally. So it's basically handcuffs traded. Pretty freaking sweet. Just a little. And plasticity, by the way. Did I mention plasticity? He's got traded plasticity. He ain't getting away from this fucker. He gets you in that, that damn rear naked choke, and you ain't going nowhere. He's gonna bend you over. He's given the D. He's gonna. He's given the D. Again, dollar a dollar or cheaper for this uncommon from Avengers Assemble, and that I'll keeps give us... you one. You come to the venue, I'll <laughs> give you one. My other two figures in the theme team are Invincible Iron Man 001. You should already own that guy. He's a staple in S.H.I.E.L.D., Stark Industries, and Avengers. Fuck that guy. And old White Ranger Iron Fist from Fear Itself. He'll probably cost you 2 $3, but he was a common from Fear Itself. Crazy good. We've talked about him multiple times. Really good close combat attacker. I feel like this is a pretty balanced team. You have two flyers, uh, two re- ground base Iron Man, unfortunately, is the only one with willpower, but with four characters and a 400-point team with no resources, I think it's a pretty solid team. And then Iron Man gives you support with his outwit and perplex. Iron Man sucks, personally. I hate Iron Man as a character. Oh, whiskey dick. Iron Man is the worst character. Austin, (laughs) what do you have to say for yourself? I have to say fuck you. He has no no defense of Drew Alderson. I think he got him. Fucking got him. Got him. The second segment is that is all tactics-based. This is going to be interesting. A lot of you guys, I said, what do you guys think about this? Everybody said, it sounds cool, let's try it. So I think we're going to make it a week-to-week thing. So it'll be like uh, the old jumble things you do in the newspaper. It's like you put you figure it out, and then the next week they give you the answer. Or like a crossword puzzle uh, yeah. back in the day. So I'm going to give you the problem today, and then next week I'm going to give you the answer. Here's how you do it. You're going to need two things. HCRealms.com unit section, 
and a blank piece of paper and a pen. That's pretty much it. I want you to draw a little grid just like a Heroclix map. But you're only going to do a 6x6. Six six. We're going to keep it simple. So go A, B, C, D, E, F, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That gives you a grand total of 36 squares. In D1, I want you to put cable. Put a C for cable or whatever you want to put to represent cable. And I want you to pull them up on HC Realm. So pull up Deadpool Super Rare Cable. Cable's on click number 3. And he has zero action tokens. And this is your cable, Drew Alderson. This is the only figure you got left. Yep. The game's at towards the end. Cable's standing on his own, and you're going up against Catwoman and Killer Frost. Huh. Your opponent's Catwoman is on number four. Is on A five. Catwoman is on click number four. She has one action token. Killer Frost from Trinity War. Oh, by the way, that Catwoman is the Trinity War zero zero two. Also from Trinity Ward, the super rare, or rare, I can't remember, Killer Frost 045, she is on F6, and she is on click number 5 and has one action token as well. So you have a cleared cable, your opponents have Catwoman and Killer Frost, they're separated from each other, they're both at range, and they both have one action token, you have zero. So here are the two questions, you have to optimize the result. Now for all of these every week, there's going to of course be options. Uh, option. You, I mean, you could... There's. I want to say there's no right or wrong answer, but there kind of is. What I'm looking for is I want the optimal solution. So you, you need to answer two questions. What do you outwit? So on HC Realms, you're going to pull up these figures. You're going to say, okay, Catwoman, click number four. What does it got? Killer Frost, click number five. Take into consideration the situation you're in. What do you outwit off of who? And then who do you attack? That's the answers I need. We'll see how that works out. I think it's really cool. You know, I actually stole this idea from, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I know. Ben, Ben Wynn, is that his name? What is his name? He won Worlds like twice back when Worlds first started. Oh, and, yeah. And he passed out, he sold those black books at Gen Con. And in the back. Oh, uh, Ben Grin. No. Uh. <laughs> in the back they had, uh. God, I can't remember his name. I have one of those books, too. Yeah, I do. I bought one. So in the back, he has little problem things, and he kind of gives you something sort similar to this. Those where are great, he's actually. like, okay, this figure's here on this click, this figure's here on this click. What do you do? You know, uh, what's your best option? Blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of what we're doing here, except we're doing it every week. So next week, I'll give you what I think are the two optimal solutions. <laughs> you ready for some bad Samaritan Austin? Yeah. Oh, right. no. Fuck. I didn't study. <laughs> I didn't either. We never study. I We're know. typical students, Drew Alderson. That's us. I'll study next week. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be another Bad Samaritan this next week. Every week, I, like this week, I was having phone trouble and Hunter hands me his phone. I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> if you want to play along with Bad Samaritan, Austin has three Heroclix figures. They're all modern age. Other than that, we have no idea what they are. Drew and I are going to try to guess. We get three rounds of guesses, and on each round we get two fresh clues. The clues are randomly generated, so sometimes we get good ones. Sometimes, sometimes you get shit on. Sometimes it's like last week, and we start with absolutely nothing for the first round. So listen to Austin's clues, pause the podcast, think of what your guess is, and then play it and see uh, if Drew and I get close. Figure number one, you ready, Austin Smith? I am ready. Drew Austin, are you ready? Go I am ready. Thinking cap on? Got my cap on. Got the Manco cap. I like it. I'm digging it. I'm jealous. 
We're starting off with any special combat symbols and a free play. No special combat symbols. All right, Drew. So, some good ones when we get free plays. Um, set. Set number. Um, oh, no, no, set number. <laughs> named keyword. Trade or special power. I like set. Okay. So I, like, so. I feel like that narrows it down more than anything else. Yeah. All right, we'll go set. Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, so Guardians of the Galaxy, no special combat symbols. So that means no flight, which most of those in that set do have flight, so this kind of helps us a little bit. Um, and no Indom. I'll go Kree Lieutenant. Nope. All right. Uh, the Dune Buttfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to live here to assume no. All right. That must be a figure from Drew's special kind of clicks. <laughs> round, round two, we have Rarity and Name of Trait. Uncommon, Occupy the Same Physical Space. Oh. Wait a minute. Uncommon, Occupy the Same Physical Space. What the fuck? Occupy the same physical space. He's throwing us off here. I know he is. Drew, whatever could give you the feeling that I would try to throw you off? Rigelian? No. Good guess, though. Diorath Queen? I was, I was actually thinking Diorath. Alright, look. We gotta narrow it down right here. We got a free play and team ability. No team ability. Oh, it all comes down to this free play. Right, we know it's an uncommon... We know the trait. Named keyword. I feel like set number's really not going to help us that much. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Let's go name keyword. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, shit. That can be fucking <laughs> anybody. Uncommon. <laughs> Guardians. With a trait. No fly. It's not a flyer. I wish I knew the set more. Occupy the same. This I know, he uses set. it a lot, too, because he this burns is, us on it all the time. This is your set, bud. <laughs> this is supposed to be you. Occupies the same physical space? What the hell is that? <laughs> and he's Guardians of the Galaxy. Well. Well, fuck me. Yondu? I thought you'd never offer, Drew. Yondu? It's not Yondu. Fuck. Nice try, nice try. Because I, I don't think he's a flyer and he doesn't have a no. Who do you think doesn't have flying? Uh, what is Killraven in humans or Guardians? I feel like Killraven doesn't have a trait, though. That's what's throwing me off about Killraven. Who else? Starlord in Uncommon? No. Yes. I think he is. But occupy the same physical space. I know it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> give me, give me some, honey. I don't know. Uh, right now, I've got, I've got Kill Raven. No, he's he's a super, a super rare. rare. I got Kill Raven and Star Lord. <sighs> Mantis is a common. I'm trying to think of symbols. Major Victory is a common. Who who else is in Guardians that I'm forgetting? Aleda and Starhawk both have flight. Groot's giant. He's super rare anyway. Drax. Drax is common. He's got flight. Yeah, I think he does. I, I'm pretty Drax sure. Has flight? I'm pretty sure he does. I think he or does. maybe the gravity feed one does. One of them does. I'm pretty sure he's common though. Uh. Because that's why I remember we pulled him like every fucking yeah. booster he was in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Man. I'm thinking Kill Raven or Star Lord. 
Kill Raven. No. Who is it? GOTG024 Alita. I was gonna fucking say Alita! No flight. No f- Why? I don't know. Why I does Starhawk have flight? She's flying in the damn skull! I know, it's what not the hell? Come on, WizKids. Damn it! I was like, the reason I picked her was because Solid Light Shield, I thought I could throw you into War of Light. But then you guys opened with set, and I was like, shit. <laughs> what the heck? Why do you have her flying on the sculptor? She's not a freaking flyer. Alright, fine. <laughs> Dude. Ready? You want to know what's worse is I, it passed through my head. Who's that one chick, Alita? Well, I said Alita and Starhawk, but I said they both had flight. <laughs> I know. I was like, shit, shit, it shit. It makes shit, no shit. sense. Alright. We got to get these next two, Drew. We got to tie it up for the month. We have... The next one's an easy one. All right, second figure. Starting off with name of trait and any special combat symbols. Speed force. No <laughs> combat symbols. Wonder what set this character's out of. All right. Rival. No. Um, Flash. No. <laughs> that was probably a good one to get out of the way now. Five people. <laughs> yeah, Max Mercury. Yeah, Max. Uh, number of bolts. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Let's see what we get. Range number of bolts. Obviously, that's probably going to be zero. Range number of bolts. Generic keyword. Speed. I was going to say, you son of a bitch. <laughs> zero range, no bolts. I'll go. Or you said no special combat symbols? No. Special. All right, that puts XS out because she's a flyer. I know. I'm 100% sure she's a flyer. Speedster. I could have done. There's a couple of them on What's here. the. We got Max Mercury. What's the. Got the rare guy. Um... Reverse Flash, Dark Flash. I don't think Reverse Flash has speed tokens. What is his Zoom. name? Professor Zoom? No. Fucking Savitar. Oh, that's a good one. Go ahead. Savitar. Savitar. Does he have speed force? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll go he Max. Is. I'll go Max Mercury. It is Max Mercury. Okay, cool. Why would you choose Max Mercury? All right, we got to get this well, last why one. Why not? Got to get this last one. Even if we get this, Austin's going to be up one. All right, third figure. We have opening defense power and free play. Combat reflexes. <laughs> I say we go set. Set. Deadpool. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of reflexes in Deadpool though. There is. It's a reflex um, set, some would say. Kid pool? It's not a kid pool. Okay. Head pool. It's not head pool. No, he has that mastermind thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have name of trait and another free play. No trait. Hmm. Special power, maybe? Let's, or number. No. Not, let's go set number. 23. He always picks a run of the, the normal. The normal. <laughs> picks the most common. Well, it's definitely an uncommon. Definitely, 23, definitely. yeah, for sure. Definitely. There's like 15 de- things de- I have de- to try to de- throw de- you off de- with. So. Definitely. Botmare <laughs> 5. Um, uncommon. No trait and reflexes. Well, at least I already got Kid Pull out of the way because he is an uncommon. Dog Pull, I'm pretty sure, starts with Super Senses. Um, Link has reflexes, but she's a rare. There's the uncommon Deadpool. For one, he wouldn't do him because he thinks we would. That's too generic. And I also think he starts with super senses or toughness. Uh, 
Never doubt me. Honey. Evil Deadpool starts with toughness. Wait. What's what's the opposite of Evil Deadpool? Just the, the regular Deadpool. Deadpool. It's not Deadpool. It's going to be some random Agent X, Weapon X faggot. That's what Drew did to us. Don't even. Agent X, Weapon X faggot. <laughs> I liked Agent X. Um, what's your face? Uh, Lady Deathstrike. It's not Lady Deathstrike. All right. Is this round two or three? This is three. Okay. Name a special power, any improved movement or targeting. No special power, improved movement, elevated and hindering. And no trait either? No trait or no special trait power. No trait or special power. It ignores elevated and hindering? Yep. And is an uncommon. This makes no sense. We're not going to get this. Flag Smasher? It's not Flag Smasher. He has a trait yeah, he has the, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh. Shit. It's okay, Drew. I'm, 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 I'm stumped, too. I'll think that. I'll figure it out. Oh, shit. You're not going to get it. Maybe it's an X-Men type character. Or, hero, or Heroes for Hire. Shang-Chi has it, but he's rare. Mm. Yeah, because Cat's the rare prime. I can't help him. Who else is Heroes for Hire? I'm not helping him. Um, oh, uh, what's her fucking name? Misty Knight. Calling Wing. No. Damn it. Who is it? DP023 Black Cat. Oh, shit. <laughs> but doesn't she have the traded prop thing? Oh, the, the gravity, the gravity feed, feed one has, has the it. traded prop. Damn. Austin's up two on us for this last. month. We gotta, yeah. We need one good week. If we get two out of three next week, we'd be tied. No, wait. Austin's still be a four. <laughs> shit. Suck my dick. <laughs> we're gonna get all three next week. Fuck you, buddy. Also, by the way, on Bad Samaritan, we're gonna have some more, you know, guests... You guys be guests on Bats Marriage if you want. We even had an idea that someone threw out of having the guest be uh, have the answers and all three of us have being the guess. ones guessing. So we could try that too. So if you want to be but involved, I'm so bad at playing it. If you want to be involved in Bats Marriage, <laughs> he is really bad at playing it. Let us know either on our Gmail account, Facebook, or Twitter. Send me a p. PM, excuse me, saying you want to be on Bats Marriage, and you'll be recording Saturday around noon Roman Eastern time. Day. Fucking robot. I day. couldn't think of his name. I was so mad because I knew exactly. It's John C. Riley. <laughs> nope, not John C. Riley. That's like shooting down someone for saying Tony Stark when it's Iron Man. I mean, come on, man. You mean Robert Downey Jr.? Whatever. Same difference. I was going to say, you're off a little bit on there. Alright, let's go to community. The sack. <laughs> the gravitas of the sack with the mail and the bags. Super fan Eric Lennell. What a guy. Would you, <laughs> would you consider doing updated Marvel and DC named necessities? Yeah, I've already thought about that, but I wanted to wait till the end of the year this year because that'd oh, be yeah, a... because Shield's about to get all messed up. With, oh, it's about yeah. to get all messed I'm up. I'm so excited. Oh, get it. Oh. Number two. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what figures are you eyeballing to use? As ID characters. Mm. We're going to be going over that as main topics, but... 
I need to see the rest of the ID cards. Yeah, I, the do, big I, thing. I do too, but... Uh, I already like the Tony Stark card a lot, not I, just because it's Tony Stark. But I kind of want to see what we get for Age of Ultron too. Yeah. Because we're going to get the, all the Age of Ultron and then all the Nick Fury. When does Nick Fury come out? Do you guys know? It's in the fall, I think. I tell you what, after Age of Ultron, the whole thing's been spoiled. We'll talk about ID cards in depth. Number three. Why do you think they have two Infinity Gauntlets in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? They have two Infinity Gauntlets? I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. I'm confused. Unless they're referencing the one that was in the Asgard vault at the beginning of Thor. I assume that's the one that they but I assume, taken. I assume Loki would have taken that one when he got broke out of prison and all that crap on his way out. I don't know. Expound on that next week, Eric. No. Number four. Do any of you guys play Hearthstone? I do play Hearthstone. I love Hearthstone. I've heard it's good. I just don't want to spend money. I don't like it. I think the devs don't take it as seriously as they should, and it causes the game to be casual. It's, it's a very... Um, my problem with the game is that it seems very... Um, Broad is my problem yeah. with it. They're aiming at a lar- as large of an audience as humanly possible. I don't find it fun. I mean, it's tactical, but it's also... It feels like you could just throw shit out there. It's like... There's... It's like shitting cards. I don't like it. It's, so that's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. It's kind of like... It, it plays great. Like It plays kind of like Magic and kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh. The big problem it has is that certain decks dominate... And the vast majority of other ones are pretty garbage. Yeah. Number five, do you think Robbie Lawler will win his rematch with Rory McDonald? Well, of course. I think... I have no idea what that even is. I want Rory to, <laughs> Rory to win. I really like Rory. I, I don't. I kind of love Robbie Lawler. I, I like Robbie, too. Honestly, Robbie's obviously the favorite. He's already beat Rory once in a fight that and was super close. In fact, I think Rory was winning. A yeah. lot of people think Rory was winning it up until he got knocked out. Uh, and then Robbie's champ right now, so he's heavily favored, but I think it's more of a 50-50 fight for me. That's a toss-up, because Rory's done nothing but get super good since then. And, like I said, he already was doing really good. Also, I mean, I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. Abel says, yes, you are right. To answer you guys' question from last week, my brother always pulls a Chase or Prime from our local store when we talked about how stupid Lucky Austin is. Is his his name Kane? (laughs) My question, who is better for a Sinister Syndicate team, the new Sandman or the new Venom? Well, let's talk about the new Sandman. We haven't talked about him. I like the new Sandman, except on certain maps. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We haven't talked about Sandman yet. He is really cool. He's a rare in Avengers Assemble. He's pretty awesome. Did you get one? I did. Okay. I was really happy. Did so let's talk about this. Um, I don't know how good your distribution was. I didn't. I Did didn't, you get dupe rares? I uh, got. Two, I got two black swans. I think I got two dupe rares. Okay, because I got I, I got a case and I got no dupe rares. That's pretty good. Yeah, I got none. For the uh, most part, mine were pretty good. The only me. character I'm missing is um, she's a chick, and she's uh, I don't know her name. Black Swan. No, got her. Uh, Abyss. Nope. Well, we'll find it in a second. <laughs> we're, we're going through the rares right now, anyway. Yeah. Um, Captain Universe? Yeah, it could be Captain Universe. No, it's not Captain no. Universe. Uh, Sandwoman. Cersei. 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 I don't think I have an extra Actually, one. about five different people didn't pull Cersei out of their bricks, and uh, I ended up giving mine to Jake because he didn't have one. All right, anyway, Sandman. 140 points. Avengers team ability, surprisingly. Uh, unfortunately, does not have a summer. That's going against him right there. 
Oh, yeah. In this question, he doesn't have a sinister syndicate team. <laughs> 140 points, a pretty solid dial though. He has poison on the first four of his seven clicks, invincible two clicks, then toughness, then impervious, then invincible again. Which is weird as fuck. Very but solid defensively. Yeah. Perplex, close combat expert, solid values. I mean, at the end of his dial, he's got exploit. Anyway, two traits that are really cool. First one, not so cool for him. At the end of your turn, <laughs> if he is in water terrain, deal him one unavoidable damage. Makes Gee, sense. I'm just going to play Pacific Ocean or Atlantis. Second trait, quicksand and concrete. This is cool for him. He can use barrier and smoke cloud. When he uses either one, you may place Sandman on this card. His terrain markers remain on the map. At the beginning of your next turn, place him in a square into which he placed one of these markers... Sandman may not be placed on this card if he was on this card at the beginning of your turn. Here's my question. I'm pretty it, sure I already know the answer. If it's what I think it is, it's yes. <laughs> he doesn't have action tokens when he comes back in. Yeah. Because when you put him on the card, he's off the board. I'm pretty sure... Oh, you're going to have to errata that problem. No, the, the, flat, the timeline flash... The um, Flashpoint Flash did the same thing, and he didn't have yeah. action tokens when he came back in either. No, I mean, they'll have to word that he'd keep his action tokens, I assume. On not game. necessarily. It's really not that good. That's I mean, it's good. He only has four range. That's true, and so, he does have a low attack value. So his smoke cloud and his barrier is going to be close to him. Alright. So basically, he's getting a four square movement plus free smoke or barrier. Also, a PSA, um, don't use this if he's the last one on your team. Yeah, if he's the last, <laughs> he's the last one on our team, you're going to lose. Here's the key, though, Drew. Uh, bring it together, Honor. He's got that poison. He's got poison. And you're placing him back onto the map you're at the beginning of your turn. Oh, my By God. the fucking way, he's got sidestep. He's pretty slick. I just wish he had, like, traded plasticity or something. I wish he had Sinister Syndicate team ability. Exactly. If he had Sinister Syndicate team ability, he would be the answer to this question. Now, Venom, we talked about last week. He really didn't do much for Sinister Syndicate either, mm. to my knowledge, to, to, to me remembering. Uh, he was cheaper, though. Let's see if they have him added We're talking to about the Eddie Brock Venom, right? I believe, I assume that's the one he's I'm talking about. I'm assuming that's the one. Because the other one does not have... Uh, <clears throat> Sinister Syndicate. Oh, right. true, though. I, I don't think. I don't see why Flash would. Yeah, yeah. Flash is in the Sinister Syndicate. Well, he's not on here, but... The other Venom's really good, range-based, um, and he... Was pretty good for the points. I kind of, but he also he he did have the team ability. The That's tough. Team ability. Yeah, I think I think in terms of which would be a funner piece to play, Sandman. Right. I think which would be better for the team, Venom. maybe Venom. Yeah. I think actually, I think it's even, and I think you go with whichever one you need. If you need, if you already have rain, if you're already playing Shocker and Electro, play Sandman. Balance out the team. Yeah. If you're already playing Rhino and Vulture, then play Venom and get a ranged attacker in there. I think they're both good for their points. I don't know. Doesn't that Rhino deal damage like based on how many very or yeah? There's two. Or no, that uh, you're thinking. He, it's how many squares he travels. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're thinking of uh, Kurth. Kurth, the yeah. one that oh, carries people through, through and smashes them, which is so cool. Okay, yeah. That is if true. you've never played Fear itself, Kurth, get yourself one and play him. He is one of the most fun figures. Fear right. itself seems like such a long time ago. Thanks, it's such a good set. Thanks for the question, Abel. Eric Wadsworth. Number one, how did you guys like the distribution for Avengers Symbol? We already shit on it. No. 
the rare distribution is pretty solid, and the uncommon and commons as well. I, I didn't really get one figure that I got like five of or anything. It was pretty SRs balanced. were a little lower than usual. But SRs, there were not enough of in the set, for sure. Um, yeah, I can't, I mean, people are upset because they got like two in a brick, but my my prime was Ragnarok, so technically I got three in a bag, so. Yeah. So we'll skip that question. Number two, do you think ID cards will break the meta, or do you think they make a good addition in helping solve a particular situation during any game? I'm second. not sure yet. I have a worry about them, and that is in regards to the, the, resource. the, the fact that each card technically just has to search for name means that going forward they're going to have to balance all figures with that real name and that character name based on the fact they could potentially be brought in by an ID card. I don't like getting to use them the card without the resource in addition to a different resource. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's too good. Yeah. I feel like you're getting a super cheap entity that you can play with anything. So I don't like the idea of I can play Power Plant and also have Iron Man's ID card on my team. I love that idea. That I don't know what seems, you're talking about. That's like every team I'll ever build from here on out. We'll see. Uh, I think they're going to have. They're definitely going to play a huge part in the meta. I agree. Whether they're going to be too good, I don't know. Number three, what's your favorite non chase, non super rare from Avengers Assembled? Non chase, non super rare. Hmm. Um, well, we'll scroll through. We already talked about D Man. I really like D Man. Let's throw in non prime, too. Cause... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, non chase, non. I like the Scarlet Spider bots. Yeah, I like. What was the other one? Non chase, non what? Non super rare. Oh god. I like reptile. He looks reptile looks fun. Um, He's uh, of course animal keyword, and he has straight shape change. But when he dies, he has three clicks. When he would die, you click him to either five or nine. Either option has three clicks of life, but they do different things. One of them has sidestep. Precision Strike Super Senses. The other one has Charge Blades and Reflexes. I really um, like that. I like a lot of the rares in this set. Um, like All of them seem like really fun and I want to play them. Especially like Master Pandemonium and uh, like uh, Justin Seyfert. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. He was Justin Seyfert's going to be awesome. Falcon, I already talked about him. D-Man. They're uh, both really cool. Vale's pretty cool too. D-Man! Mm, don't like Smasher at all. I think she sucks. Swordsman's neat. Oh yeah, Swordsman's really Sword, cool. Yeah, Swordsman's trade is pretty cool. Where uh, if they have Blades, CC, or Precision Strike, you get to roll, and if you roll higher than them, you ignore it, and you deal them one unavoidable. I just want to bring up the fact we can play Batrock's Brigade theme. You know what really pisses me off about Swordsman, though? Because I was going to play him this week. No martial artist keyword. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking Whirlwind and Swordsman and Batrock's Brigade, yeah. Moonstone's pretty cool. Um... I feel like Moonstone's cool, but she costs too much. You know who I didn't think I liked at first, but then when I sat and thought the about Hulk? the dial, that Hulk, that rare Hulk is actually really good. Yeah, he is. Especially if you give him, like, freaking Anger's Hammer or something. Jarvis is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's super. Hybrid is cool. Yeah. Hybrid's cool as fuck. He is. Oh, Hybrid's Hunter, a... Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Yep. Togan? Okay, yep. Sorry. Got some long socks on, buddy. Uh, well, you just... <laughs> just pulled it off of your freaking <laughs> foot. Hybrid's uh, really cool. He's going to be useful for your Scrolls teams because he has TK, something that's lacking in Scrolls teams. He's 96 points. Traded Shape Change. Once per turn, if you roll a 1, you can reroll it. If he succeeds in Shape Change, heal him of 1 damage, and no opposing character can target or deal him damage this turn. Which is fucking awesome. You know what would be really good resource to use with that? Huh. That blue lantern that lets you reroll a defensive roll. 
Damage power gives him outwit. Once per turn, if he targets an adjacent character, he can use it again, and he can use any standard powers he has countered, as long as they remain countered. That's pretty good. Then he has some Psychic Blast, some Exploit. I mean, he's fucking good. He's good for scroll teams. Manifold. Manifold, sick. He's yeah. fucking awesome. For Avengers team, he's, he's like going to be key. He's like 40 points or some shit. You're, you're going to see Manifold on some meta teams here and there with the Avengers teams, for yeah. sure. Night Thrasher's pretty solid. Nova's cool. Nova sucks dick, though. He's cool. <laughs> the sculpt is awesome. The dial. I don't know. Uh, we talked about Sandman. Uh, Even though we're not allowed, I really like Starbrand Prime and yeah. his... I uh, haven't looked at him. Is he, his like... Quake and his Trey are both really cool. Remember the guy in Slosh that blew up? No, I remember Starbrand as a character. I haven't looked at the figures yet. No, no, I remember the figure in Slosh that could blow up. Was it uh, Light Ray or somebody else? Yeah, yeah it was, it was Light Ray. Ray. This is like a non-shitty Light Ray, basically. It's not nice. It's not nice Light at Ray all. Is pretty Poor Light, Light Ray. Ray is pretty not He good. is. But I've also lost a Light Ray. Abyss is cool. Abyss is cool. Uh, you know a cool combo, you guys, that I accidentally came up with. Remember how... Uh, Wow, why, how am I freezing? The chase with that comes with the bystander. Rick Jones. Rick Jones! Rick Jones, cosmic keyword. Abyss, cosmic keyword. Rick Jones is able to give all of your opponent's action tokens. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Abyss has this ballin'-ass uh, poison in which she deals each adjacent character damage equal to its printed damage value. Why don't you have old Rick Jones give everybody action tokens and then you move this bitch up with her poison? Yeah. Or TK her up. Yeah, because Rick Jones sees everything because he's fucking Rick Jones. Right. Arcade. So Jesus, he's got to be was an crazy. Oh, no, no, he's no, a he's a no, he, This guy's going to be fucking nuts. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, so Arcade is fucking... This is one of those teams where it all comes down to map roll. Yeah. Well, it becomes a 50-50 map roll. Arcade and Justin Seaver with Arcade's Arena is just going to be fucking stupid. Yeah, I really Arcade is such a cool figure. They did a good job with him. Um, I'm really looking forward. You to You know what I was disappointed with though. Huh. Maybe it would have been too good. I wish they would have given all the people who were in that story the Murder World keyword too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Because isn't he like the only one with Murder? Yeah, World? he's the only one with the keyword. Makes um, no sense. They kind of shit with keyword. Uh, Loki's super good. I was talk talking to someone about it. Yeah. It's also upsetting that all the young Avengers, they just went with initiative across the Master board. Master Pandemonium yeah. looks like fun. Yeah, Trick Shot's pretty solid, too. Thank you guys for answering my questions. Love the show. Keep up the good work. We'll work that on was it. a fast response. We'll see what we, we can do. the podcast yet, and he's thanking us. And we will try Facebook. Although I don't think we had anything on Facebook this week. You guys let us down. After last week's amazing question list. <laughs> well, you guys did a good job on the feedback thing, oh, that's though. True. I will say that much. Dial H. What? The, they changed my layout, man. Where's my questions, man? Should be on the right side, not right there. Yeah, man. It's acting like I'm like not signed okay, in. Okay, Bob Is Dylan, calm list? down. With the messages and notifications now? Yeah, they changed it all around on me. All right, no messages this week on Facebook or Twitter. All right, if you would like to have your question answered on air. Hey, we'll do it. Send it over to us at Facebook, Dial H for Hero Clicks. Pretty easy to find us. Twitter, Dial H for Hero Clicks. Or Gmail, Dial H for Hero Clicks. All one word. At? At gmail.com. Holy shit. shit. Mind blow. 
no best build this month. We're going to have one in June. This month we have uh, a big dial H tournament coming up next week, and we had Yu-Gi-Oh! So all that combined, we couldn't do a best build this month. But we'll have one in June for you guys. Dial design's still up. Check that out on HC Realms Creative Corner section. And until next week, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter. See you guys later. Later. Later, hoes. That does it for this week's regularly scheduled episode. If you want to stick around after this uh, little blurb and listen to some random conversation we had about comics or Heroclix-related content, you can continue listening. Again, this will be recorded from most likely inside of a vehicle, so sound quality and uh, uh, noise levels may vary dependent upon what's going on in the conversation. Just kind of additional content. Keep that in mind. Thanks. I don't know. They're just all over the fucking place. Which also pissed me off because it's like now they're taking another character that I really, really liked with Miles and making people hate him because they're like forcing him into the Marvel Universe. Marvel is just like, there's no foreplay. There is no foreplay with Marvel. They just like stick it right in there. Whether you want it or not. Although I DC has to be looking around being like, this is a this is our chance, right? We're shitting the bed with the movies. It's kind of doing the... DC and Marvel are doing the reverse shit now. Because Marvel's actually rebooting everything. And now DC's unrebooting shit by referencing stuff from before New 52. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. For what? Looks interesting. Legends of Tomorrow. I it's the... DC superhero TV show. Fucking Captain Cold thing. Yeah, they're, it's basically Captain Cold, Heat Wave, White Canary, um, what's his name? The Adam. Had the Adam. I was trying to remember his real name. Um, Fire, Firebird, Fire Flame, something, I don't know. Dude, it's fucking, um, Firestorm? Firestorm! Oh, it is Firestorm. It's fucking Firestorm. Drew, I think this guy's half retarded. It was an old guy, and it threw me for a loop. Wait, why is he... Oh, is it the professor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, now I'm more excited now. I didn't realize... I didn't think about and it. he looks badass as fuck. You see him flying through a building, just like setting bitches on fire. Um, this this means there's two fire-related characters on a team. <laughs> this the Sparks will fly. But you said Captain Cold's in there, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Throw Mr. Freeze on, and it'll balance it all out. He isn't in the DC Cinematic Universe yet. That's no. true. He's not, is he? No. I thought he There's made... a lot of Batman people who need to be in. I thought he would have been a great villain for the fourth Batman Suicide movie. Squad. But I'm trying to remember. There's Two. one other person I'm forgetting on the team. I, I don't know. Like... Oh, uh, it's another female. What's her name? Fucking uh, Hot Girl. Yeah. See, I'm not a big Hot Girl person. I'm not either. Hawkman, I'll take that all. Yeah, day. dude, give me that oh, fucking Hawkman. Oh, Rip Hunter. Oh, Rip Hunter's in it, yeah. And really? Vandal Savage is the villain. Yeah, Vandal yeah, Savage. I, I saw that. Basically, Rip Hunter's come to them and said that if you guys don't make a superhero team, Vandal Savage is going to rule the world. So you guys kind of need to work together. Getting back to Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I feel like even if they put him in a movie now, so many people just won't be able to take it seriously just because, just because Arnold fucking... fucked it up forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, They'll be watching the movie just with bad Arnold puns going through their mind the whole what time. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age! Everybody freeze. I feel like he'd be Keep really cool. Great. You need to chill out. <laughs> God, Mr. Freeze is such a good villain, too, and it sucks that he ruined him like that. It wasn't Arnold's fault. 
but damn. It is a little bit Arnold's fault. <laughs> it's pretty much Arnold's <laughs> Yeah, but he couldn't help the I've writing. seen the trailer for the new Terminator movie like eight times because I've been to the movies so much lately. And fucking... You gotta be spending a lot of money. Movies are expensive as shit. I don't care. Like, me and Ashley went to see the vendors and got popcorn and drinks and everything. We oh, popcorn and drinks, fuck that shit. We went through like two twenty-five dollars gift cards. I was like, what the fuck? This is why we don't go to Aaron the bought. Aaron paid $9 for a drink and a small popcorn. You know how much the large is? It's fucking like 15 for us. That's why I go to the dollar movies. You guys laugh at me, but... No, I like I the dollar movies. The but dollar. there's certain movies I want to see when they come out. There's yeah. very few that I'm like, I have to see this. Sorry, but yeah, I spent a lot of money this month. But Mad Max, I had to see. That's one I have to see in quality theaters. Um, fucking, I had to see a movie. saying the dollar movie is shitty quality? I'm just saying that one time I went to see a movie there, and <laughs> the screen may have had giant holes in it. I've never had that experience, and I go, like, every other weekend. Yeah, that... Sounds like you just had Hunter Luck one time. No, so, let's right? not, let's not go that far. God, these That's super... Your, your seat will These fucking super fire. boosters, I can't wait just to see the fucking Hunter Luck. He's like... Oh, I'm not buying super boosters, Daryl. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> fool me once, Shaylon. You fool me two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. Fuck with Try on me once. Shame on me. Or shame on you. Try on me nine times. Shame on me. <laughs> it's like no, that's not even shame at that point. That's fucking it's, embarrassment. It's like something out of fucking folklore or something. Like. Well, that's what I was telling Austin. I'm like, here, remember I crit last Yu-Gi-Oh! I crit missed the last three attacks in a row. I was like, if we figured up the permutation of the odds to do that three times in a row, I bet you it's almost impossible. Austin, what's your team? I'm not telling you. Just tell me. Why? I'm just curious. What? <laughs> I'm just curious. Wonder. I just want to know. Drew, one guess on, on If I was going to play any non-Yu-Gi-Oh figure, who would is it be? Is it Iron Man? It, it is, is Iron, Iron Man. Man. That's hilarious, because I'm playing Living Lightning. Oh, yeah. shit. He does plus two damage to fucking anybody with armor I'm or playing, robot uh, gear. Invincible Iron Man Zero Zero One blast, Iron Man. Yeah. Oh shit. He's he has that. psychic blast and triple bolt energy explosion. He's gonna I'll just eat that whiskey dick fingers. for dinner. What's his name? Uh, Suijin. I'm playing Suijin, um, Dragon Piper, Iron Man, with uh, Millennium Resource, which I haven't played yet, so it'll be Dragon nice. Piper. So good. Dragon Piper. Oh no! I think I forgot my Millennium thingy. Fuck. You forgot your Millennium thingy? Fuck. Actually, I think we have an extra one I can borrow. I have mine. I didn't bring mine because I'm a jackass. And I'm missing half the parts to it. Son of a... I've only got one piece to it. Well, then how are you going to play it without it? I don't know. I thought you had extras. Why don't, just... Wait, why don't you have... What are you missing from it? I'm missing apparently the second and third piece. Well, remind me only get there. We'll okay. see. I don't care. I can skip on the Millennium Resource on this no, team. No, no. If anything, I'm going to go without it because I'm doing the judge by, so oh, okay. it doesn't even matter. Drew, I'll give you one guess while you give figures on my team. Key Guardian. No. What team? What figure? Time Wizard. <laughs> Four straight months in a row. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I made a vow that I'll play Time Wizard all six months of Yu-Gi-Oh. I hope he's in here. He better be in here. I wonder if Matt's going to be there today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Matt in Did he play last time? Yeah. Last month? 
Well, it looks like I'm not going to be using my resource either. God damn it, you guys. I don't know how many I have. We'll see. We just got so much in the habit, Hunter. Uh, no, I, I usually keep it I had it with me. Mine's out because uh, it's being primed and stuff for painting. You're a faggot. Anyway. Well, I think I should have enough to loan out. I just got to remember to give it back. Yeah. Because I'm giving them out. Uh, I have all my resources. Like I can't I, believe next week is the Dial H thing. It seemed like so long ago. See, I have all my stuff. It's just, I don't have the actual resource for some reason. I think I took it out when cleaning my backpack last night. So what'd you learn about cleaning shit, Drew? Don't do it. Exactly. So, what women are for. Then you can yell at them when they move stuff. I uh, I use women for other things, Austin. I know you wouldn't know anything about, you know. No, I'm talking about the hag. Every gay couple needs a hag. Gay keep couples her... need hags. Yeah, you keep a hag around just to clean your house. I would assume if you're in a gay relationship, at least one of you would be like. Fem- Maybe I'm just a retarded homophobe, but you're a like retarded homophobe. One of you should be feminine-like in qualities, right? See, that's part of the mistake of the stereotype. Uh, okay. Every gay man is actually a lumberjack. Well, it's in the in fake like, gays. In, teach me. <laughs> teach me your ways, Austin. Smith. I don't think you want to say that like that. <laughs> She was like, I don't know how to line a fire poop. It's getting foggy in here. Three sexy men radiating heat in this Hot, steamy man. Hot, steamy man sweat up in here. I can't believe I forgot my fucking resources. Porch shit. We'll see how many. Uh, Uh, Whatever. My entire team's based on it. It's cool. <laughs> I only need it to live. It's, uh, it's only my more important than my Dallas machine or my insulin. insulin. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just watched that episode of Family Guy the other day where Peter watches the chick movie. Yeah. And he gets like all he becomes yeah. real feminine. But at the end of the movie, he's like, "She chose her insulin over the piano. You could have had both." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking early family guy's so good. It is. Seasons like three through six are probably even funnier than American Dad, but then it died off super like it dropped in quality after the, after that. Which if you think about it is right when Seth stopped writing Family Guy and put it to the team. Yeah. And that probably has a whole lot to do with it. Because that's when he started Cleveland Show. Yeah. So that's why You freaking... need to lie to live. Why? You need a shot of insulin. I get it, Dad. 